from a three NBA game Tuesday to a whopping 13 game slate. We'll dial in on Lakers, Sixers, talk a little sports book Super Bowl because it's fascinating. This is the game the public bets on. But shout out to the New York Knicks for not only ruining my Tuesday at dropping a 108-94 plus 11 dog on the road loss, but to get outscored by 12 in the third and then 15 in the fourth, Tommy Tibbs, I hope, is having a field day with this New York Knicks roster. Everything we wanted. Everything we wanted in the first half. Austin Rivers gives you 25 off the bench. You can't get it done. And this is where it begins to get frustrating. You have a night where Donovan Mitchell goes 3 of 15 shooting. I said that the outside perimeter would be protected. Clarkson, 2 of 10 from threes. Mitchell, 2 of 9 from threes. Bogdanovich, 2 of 7. O'Neal, 2 of 5. Conley, 3 of 7. No one shot great from beyond the arc. Donovan Mitchell, 9 points. You lose by 14. You don't cover. This is why the NBA during quarantine when you bet will drive you ballistic. This is why it has to be lunch money. We tried to middle yesterday going Hawks money line, which I was more settled into the pocket with than the Clippers plus 4.5. Clippers on the road. No Paulie George, no Kawhi. We knew that going in. It was minus 175, moved to minus 185 money line in favor of Atlanta. Eight and eight, their record going in. Clippers on a huge win streak going into that, actually. Reggie Jackson gets the start. He gives you 20. Ibaka gives you 15. Zubac 13. Lou Will 11 off the bench. It's just not enough, but a 108 99 loss. And a cover for Atlanta. So the almost, and and I'm sitting there looking at the box score, watching a little of the game, of course, feeling like they got a shot at middling. That game screamed four-point Hawks victory. No dice. But a wonderful day in honor of the late Kobe Bryant and Gigi. It was a very difficult day for the basketball community, but we got through it. And there were some wonderful tributes. Of course, Kobe in our basketball hearts today and always. So we're looking at another close to Kobe home type game here. It's his father, Jelly Bean, Joe Bryant's old team. And the city in which he partially grew up in. Philadelphia. The 76ers getting three points at the moment. Lined opened at two. It's dropped to two and a half in favor of the Lakers on the road. Looking to remain perfect, believe it or not, at a road record. When I tell you the Lakers are 14 and four and they're four and four at home. It means they're undefeated on the road, baby. 10-0. Looking to go gorgeous. Here's some interesting numbers for you on the game. Embiid sat out on a rest, which is not good for the Lakers. Because Embiid, when the Sixers play, 12-1. 
When he doesn't, 0-5. It's really that simple. Sixers have won three of their last four, coming off a pretty rough loss, though. Of course, with no Embiid to the Pistons on the road. It was absolutely a letdown spot, and that's what you look for. Letdown NBA spots. It's games that don't add up, that don't make sense. We really thought we had one with the Knicks. I'll get to it in a little. It's the Mavs over the Jazz with the points today and Donovan Mitchell potentially out and not Knicks over the Jazz on a back-to-back today. All good. Back to the Lakers Sixers. So, Anthony Davis at the moment has to go against Embiid, who's averaging 27.7, 11.5 boards, 2.7 assists. He's shooting 55.4 field goal from the floor, 40.5 as a big man from three. Impeccable. He's in the running for early MVP at the moment. 1.4 blocks, 1.3 steals per game, according to Action Network. Now, if it starts to get up to Sixers plus three, Sixers plus three and a half, that's where you feel like the whole world's on the Lakers. And they are. Public's on the Lakers at the moment, according to Patrick Everson at Covers.com. And the sharp money glimpse, early action, was on the Lakers to move it to minus three. So it is just a regular season game. I think it's an important one. LeBron, knowing at Cleveland he was coming in emotionally, put up over 40. He's doing it again tonight. I think because the game has a little bit of extra significance, I imagine Kobe will get a tribute to some capacity. They will honor him. It will go on tonight as it should. And because it's an emotional game, I'm going to lean Lakers. If you're looking at it on a fade, the public letdown spot for anyone in this market, it's got to be the Lakers. On the letdown spot and the Sixers in the plus three, if you can get it there, plus three, five, good spot, simply because Embiid's off a rest, Sixers are off a loss, double back-to-back losses for quality, well-coached teams. This is when you look the other way for the opposite of the letdown. And for the odds, statistically, I kind of went off that yesterday with the Jazz nine straight covers looking to go 10. We have the Lakers, 10 straight road games. Can they make it an 11th? I don't know. I mean, statistically, no, they can't. But this game, they're going to dig deep, and I'm going to go Lakers. I'm going to go Lakers money line. Don't want to mess around at all with the minus two and a half, minus two, pending where it settles. Minus 160. 161 to be exact at your local sports book. But it does depend where you go. On an over-under note, Lakers are the top team in the league. In terms of defensive rating, Sixers are fifth, according to Action Network. So that's a recipe for the under. But over the last five games, the Sixers defensively, 17th in the league in defensive rating, six of the last seven, and nine of their last 11 have gone over in total. So if you're going trends in that regard, you're leaning over despite two top Six teams in defensive efficiency on the year. A little bit of NBA hoop trends for you on a whole for Wednesday. So many games across the board. Oh, out of 605 tip, Jazz hosting, Mitchell questionable. 
Jazz are 10-0 against the spread, 8.65 points per game. Off a game as a favorite in which Mitchell has had a plus or minus of at least 10 less than the team margin. Alrighty then. Boston on the road at San Antonio, minus 3.5 at the moment. Spurs seeming like a letdown spot. 0-14 against the spread, minus 10.29 points per game at home. Coming off a win as a favorite. That is no sly stat to let by you. This screams Celtics covering. Spurs 0-14 against the spread at home. Coming off a win as a favorite. Not that difficult to digest. It's an against the spread trend of the day play. And that is taking the Celtics with the points. To take the Spurs to 0-15 at home. Off a win as a favorite. On an over-under, Magic are 13-0 after they've had at least 30 assists on the previous game. 13-0 on the over-under. 11.42 points per game on the plus side after they had 30 assists. Sharing the love, the Johnny Stockton love, they host at 405 Pacific, the Sacramento Kings in Orlando. No one wants to touch that. And Milwaukee heads to Toronto, National Coverage, Raptors, 0-11 on the over-under at minus 15 points per game at home off a loss as a dog in which they had at least 15 more shots than their opponent. All of these trends verified by the sports data query language, SDQL, by way of Vegas Insider. You gots to cite your sources when you're going that intricate. So my play of the day I'm going to go Lakers on a motion. I'll take the Mavs with the points going against the Mavs on a Monday and cashing going with the Mavs on a Wednesday. Welcome to quarantine NBA basketball. So many games to choose from. I also want to jump on that Celtics trend. I think the Celtics on a money line today, although the juice will be a lot. Maybe you parlay that. There's a world where Celtics... Lakers money line parlay high on emotion. I may go check me out. Money line Monaco. I will be posting later my official official right before tip. Once we get the official starting lineups, I wanted to go a little bit as I did say I would each day on the Super Bowl. I found another interesting article sharing to everyone what Black Sunday is. And finding out where and when this Black Sunday happened. And it was a Cowboys Steelers sick 13th Super Bowl ever installment of what is called a middling. And basically what that is, and I alluded to it earlier, it's what I tried to do in the Clippers plus four and a half and Hawks money line. I tried to do it again in Bucks Packers because I got Bucks plus four and a half opening line, laid the juice, took the Packers all the way up right before kickoff. You take two sides in hopes that you cash both. Now it's different when you take money line spread. This was a true middling of two spreads. So basically what happened in the Cowboys Steelers long ago installation of what Black Sunday is called to the sports book, that is, is it opened up with the Steelers as a minus four and a half favorite. It then dropped to minus three and a half. The 
The final score was the Steelers by four, 35-31. What that means is you could have taken Dallas plus four and a half, Steelers minus three and a half, cash bowl tickets, come out 2-0, screwing a sports book. So I dug a little deeper. I find these sports book directors, I'll interview them one of these days, and their takeaway on Super Bowl Sunday. Because each person has a little bit of a different POV. So this Atlantis Reno sports book director, Mark Nelson, said that they've taken 70% of their action on Chiefs minus three and a half even. No juice. No money to put down on what you're collecting back, essentially, is juice in English terms. Even down, minus three and a half, 100 down to win 100. Normally, minus three would be at about minus 110. That's 110 down to win 100 back, just for your information. So if 70% of the money is on minus three and a half, even, this man is saying, and in quotations, it's just a feeling, but I think we'll see more Chiefs money down the road, end quote. And in terms of Chiefs minus four, I doubt it, but you never know, Mark Nelson says, end quote. So, It won't move, kind of like I said yesterday. But what's interesting that this other guy says, Michael, I don't want to botch his last name, Gahan, because it could be a silence GH, basically says there's a number of ways to execute the Super Bowl booking strategy, starting with the CEOs and the owners, and basically what they're willing to risk. So, it's a public's game. Is what he's basically saying. So this guy. He says. I give respect to the wise guy wagers. More than the public obviously. And book it that way. Even if the risk is higher on the other side. He said. I've always done it that way in the regular season. And I do it in the postseason as well. But they haven't shown their hand. That being sharp money. The whales. The guys that win. Yet. Other than some under 57 money. That's interesting. Second highest over under ever, by the way, in Super Bowl history. Sharps on the under at 57. It's already been brought down a point to 56. 56.5 at some places. That is fascinating. So this man is saying it's going to take a surge of Tampa Bay action for it to drop to 2.5. It won't happen. He is basically saying it is going to be no middling opportunity. Because again... It could happen if the Bucks got to two and a half, a Black Sunday type spiel, a Cowboys Steelers Super Bowl 13 rendition if the Bucks got to two and a half. Because then you could take the Chiefs to win. And if they won by three, you would take Chiefs minus two and a half, Bucks plus three and a half. Chiefs win by three, you get the point, you dance and win twice. So that's an interesting. Now, that guy's a Westgate Las Vegas Superbook guy, the Michael guy, the second guy. The first guy, Mark Nelson's telling you he's just straight getting money at minus three and a half. So already we're looking, and again, this is a two-week betting patient approach. But my takeaway is sharp money, if it's going anywhere, will be bucks. Public is rolling with Patty two-time, baby. Patty Mahomes. Pat hey. So that's your little nugget today on the Super Bowl. And again, just to reiterate yesterday's, if you didn't listen, 36 and 17. 
the favorites are based off the capping done by the Vegas Sportsbooks on the Super Bowl. 36-17 straight up. 29-20-2 and two against the spread. This is just by way of what Vegas insiders tell me. So there you have it. Another little note. I'm going to go Mavs plus three and a half pending no Mitchell. I'll go Lakers on a motion. I like that Celtics trend against the Spurs fading the Spurs. We'll see. Have yourself a wonderful Wednesday. We're getting closer to Super Bowl Sunday, baby. Hug your mothers. I'm out. 